Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. Got Dom Joe on the line. What's good, Dom Joe? What's up, world? What's up? Max Million, what up? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Yeah, everybody's good, bro. Um, it always cracks me up. Why y'all be asking people, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gonna get a response, man. You ain't gonna give it a- <laughs> hey, look. They want to feel a part of the podcast, man. How y'all hey, doing nah, today? Man. Last last year, doing? last week, last week I hopped on the podcast. I said, "How's everybody doing, man?" It's truly blessed to be here. You know what I'm saying? And I caught some backlash. So today, I went, I went with the normal "What's up, world?" What's up, world? <laughs> hey, man. You know why, bro? Because you had that. You, you, we all knew you had that fake energy, right? That fake love. You know what I'm saying? That fake love. See, hey, it be feeling so real, though, man. People be making that fake love feel so real. Dom Joe was definitely on that fake love right there, man. Everybody know he was, he didn't want to hear it. You know how you get in your feelings, he didn't want to hear it today. You know what I'm saying? So, Dom Joe, how'd that go, man? What's the feeling in Philly, Philly been like this past week with that, that, um, that loss? Man, man, I mean, it is what it is. We're on to the next, man. Six is time now. Uh, we appreciate the effort that the Eagles put out, you know, and, um, we learn lessons from the season, see what it's going to look like next year, man. Keep it moving, go to work. You know what I'm saying? Same schedule. Same schedule, huh? No, no, nobody, nobody misses on Monday because of the Eagles. Nah, bro. Even, even when we won the Super Bowl, I went to work the next day, man. You know what I'm saying? I always keep things in perspective, contrary to what y'all portray on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Dom Jones <laughs> always wanted to keep things Everything's in, in perspective. perspective. Well, I got one question. Uh, uh, has anybody seen Dom Joe post today? Nah, nah. It's been real quiet over there. <laughs> It's been real quiet. <laughs> no, I just did post something, man. Oh, man. Uh, I, I just did post something. That's what's up. Max, what you been up to this past week, man? Anything going on in the uh, in uh, Millions world? Yeah, big week, man. We uh, just got an offer accepted on a, a rental property that I'm buying. Uh, first one in uh, splitting it with my man, Ray Keys. So, um, add another rental to my portfolio, but Offer got accepted Friday, so we're in the process of just going over and making sure everything goes through. Word, man. What type of property you got in your hands on right now? It's a little three-bedroom, two-bathroom, but um, we're about to make it into two two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartments, one on the top floor, one in the basement. Word, word. Um, y'all boys be going heavy into that, that renovation, that renovation, man. Hey, man, real estate is where it's at. You know, the most amount of millionaires in the world, it's they're in real estate. And I don't ever want to hear that. I didn't offer you a chance, Chase, because, I, you know, I came in before all this. I said I threw you the text. Chase, you want to be a part oh, of yeah, this? Yeah, this yeah, is what yeah. I'm doing. You know, I don't want no, so, I, don't, yeah. I don't want no two bed. I don't want no two bedroom, two bedroom. You know me. I'm looking for my you next apartment guy. Eight, yeah. Eight to 12. Eight to 12 is going to be my next investment. Hey. Eight to 12. Um, I might have to settle on a four depending on the financials. But um, <laughs> four. Four at a minimum is gonna be my next 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 All investment right. on a property. Four rentals All coming right. in. So, I'm so if you ain't talking nothing nothing but four, if you ain't talking anything above four, then yeah, yeah, don't don't 
Don't even two's perfect for you and Ray Keys. Y'all both get to split the rent. That's good. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. third person being in there, the fourth person being in there, that wasn't gonna right. That wasn't gonna work out like that. Uh, um, you're right. I got you. That's, that's solid. We'll go apartment next one. Yeah, yeah, that's solid right there, man. Dom Joe, man. So you went to work this week. What's the you know you get anything done? Anything? Anything on the up and up? Everything's on the up and up, man. Uh, still doing some things I can't talk about, but. I'm excited for the future. Philly's looking real hey, nice, man. Y'all you know need to think about buying with this, I can't talk about it, bro. Oh, old, old French used to be over there. Can't talk about no right. deals. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is the thing, though. This, this is the thing, though. This is the thing. This is the thing. Okay, <laughs> French, French, respect, French man. God bless you, bro. But French was saying that just because he didn't get something yet. We're actually in the situation where. All three of us uh, signed non-disclosure agreements, so I'm not gonna get on the airwaves and start talking reckless. That's the difference. <laughs> That'll be a major mistake, uh, huh? Be a major don't turn mistake. out like French, man. I, I remember French, good guy, but this man was trying to close a deal for I think a year and a half straight. It's still every time oh, yeah. he's on the podcast, a year and a half <laughs> in the process of closing this deal. <laughs> I was like, that thing ever gonna close? <laughs> yeah, man, that deal. I don't think that. I think that deal fell through, man. That hurt my man's bro. But shout out to my man French, bro. You know. Him, man. <laughs> Him and Brian are making they, yeah, they expecting here soon. Um But yeah, yeah, that, that deal was never coming through, bro. You know, <laughs> that deal was on the table for since episode three. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. So, did, did so you, go, go uh, to, yo, let's lay into it, man. Let's just start it off, man. Start off. What, let's Broner? get out of the way, man. What you got to say about Broner? I seen a meme, or a meme, whatever y'all want to call them, just a meme of Broner with the uh, bird box, <laughs> with the bird box uh, blindfold <laughs> on, talking about, I know I won that fight. I know I won that fight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with the bird box blindfold <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, man. Max, did you see the fight? I saw a part of it, man. I didn't really watch it. I... Man, ever since Mayweather and all that stuff, I really don't watch the fights anymore, man. Them things have gotten boring. Hey man, you didn't miss nothing with Broner. Broner embarrassed everybody, uh, Mac. Um, and you know, that's one thing I want to talk about on this podcast. We're gonna get into that in depth today is being delusional. You know, we've been talking about confidence here for the last couple weeks. But what I seen last night was straight delusional. I'm talking about I don't know if he's on drugs, I don't know what the heck is going on, but <laughs> if anybody watched that fight knows exactly what I'm talking about. My man didn't land more than eight punches in a round and then had the nerve to jump up on the, uh, the ring and then had the nerve to jump up on the ring like he won. Like I can't, I can't handle delusional, man. I can't handle delusional. Um, so I guess my question to you guys and Dom Joe, I know he'll probably talk about the fight as well. But my question to you guys today is how, how, why do people have the inability to self access? You know what I'm saying? Like how do people have the inability to self assess? Is he like? Can you not be honest with yourself and be like, "I'm I'm not good today. Like I suck today. You got it better than me today." Or does why does people have the ability to be like, everybody else can see that you just sucked and you just got your got your got everything handed to you that you wanted, but then you got the nerve to say, "I won that fight. I, I just won that fight. They they robbed me. They robbed me. I know what's going on out here." Like, even with, like, American Idol and people that go up there and sing and they think they're really singing and then everybody's laughing at them on TV. Like, some people really have the inability to to see 
what's going on and to step outside the picture and get an outside view of what they actually got going on. Um, they, they, they stuck in the picture and can't get that view of what's going on. Cause even in the fight, Broner was like, it came to the corner one time and he just literally, they just put the numbers up. He threw like six punches and he landed two and he came back to the corner and said, I won that fight. I won that round. Didn't I? <laughs> no, you didn't. You did not win that round, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you did not win that round. So I want to know both of y'all's opinion on people or situations where someone has, or, or have you ever seen anybody that really had, had an inability to self-assess? They thought they were way better than what they were. And how do you deal with people like that? And can you convince somebody like, hey, man, you need to, can you pull somebody to the side and be like, yo, how can you fix that problem? Or is this just a, a problem that's going, because that's, that's an epic character trait, uh, character flaw right there. Like, you can't keep on showing up thinking you better than what you are, bro. You got to face reality. Like, you need to put work in. Um, Go ahead and take it far. Keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when you talk about that and overconfidence, first person that comes to mind is Greg Brandon, our old offensive coordinator. <laughs> Man, <laughs> he came into UVA. He was so overconfident. He fooled the whole team. I'm not going to lie because he fooled me. You should have known that he was overconfident when he came to the game. Went down to third and 15, and I hear him telling the coach, I didn't bring a play for third and 15. I didn't know we'd be in that situation. Like, oh, my God. At that point, yes, overconfidence is terrible because he – I mean, I just don't know what you think. You'd never be in third and 15 the entire football game. And he thought his offense was great. After the first game, we lost to Women Mary, scrapped the whole offense, and he got an entire coaching staff fired that year. <laughs> that was the first game, huh? That was the first game. Didn't bring a play with third and fifteen. He didn't think he, first game, he didn't think he'd be in third and fifteen. Didn't think he'd be in third and fifteen. That's crazy, man. That's so crazy, how would you man. take how would you take that situation as I guess you're almost like an employee uh for Greg Brandon and you come to the realization that this guy don't know what he's doing. He don't know what he's talking about. He is way more confident in what he can he he's he talks a bigger game than what he can put out. How does that feel as a as a guy working for you working for this guy? Man, it felt so terrible because y'all and people who play college sports will understand the amount of work that we had to put in before we even get to the game. And you put all that work and you find out that this man's basically a con artist, pissed, upset, <laughs> your heart drops. You just like, like yo, yeah, bro. Hey, con artist. That's what I felt like, man. The con me out of hard work. And then you also know that this hey, man is still the offensive coordinator. There's nothing you can really do about it besides be pissed off. It hurts. Hey, y'all had to learn a whole playbook in a week. A whole Bro, new playbook in a week. A whole new playbook. We spent the last eight months learning a playbook and scrapped it after the first game and learned an entire new playbook in a week that we use for That's the rest crazy. of the season. I guess so. I guess I'm going to let Dom Joe go, but I know when I let him go, it's going to be about five, ten minutes on the watch. I'll put your clock on it. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, I guess what What's you know, putting it all together from last week and a couple a couple last episodes. Make sure if you haven't listened to the last episode, y'all go listen to it. We've been talking about confidence, self confidence, um, giving confidence to your people, all those different types of scenarios. And now we're looking at somebody that's delusionally overconfident. Um, and basically, I guess it comes to the conclusion of you got to put up a shut up, man. That comes an opportunity when you got to put up a shut up. You got to put up a shut up, man. And if you the the real the truth will get exposed. That's what it really comes down to. The truth will get exposed, man. 
the truth will get exposed. So you can only run it for so long. And the thing that pissed me off about Broner is the truth got exposed and he still started running after fight. I can't take that, man. Go ahead, Dom Joe. I think, I think there's an overarching, no, I shouldn't say overarching. There's a bigger problem. Um, yeah, you, you, it is imperative to be self-aware. You know what I'm saying? To be truly, truly great. You have to have a certain level of self-awareness to the point where you can be real with yourself, win or lose, good or bad, no matter what. But, however, while you're making it to the top, you always surround yourself with a good team. You know what I'm saying? So, his team, like, instead of going, him whole going, bunch of yes man, going whole back bunch of yes corner, man over there, man. A whole bunch of yes men. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't surround yourself with a whole bunch of yes men. And, and the, he's in the corner, they talking about leave no doubt. No, 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 no. They, they should have been, hey man, turn that volume up or I'm gonna throw in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what you need from the team, right? Oh man. <laughs> You, you That's feel real. me? Don't, no, don't go back real. to this corner if you ain't got that volume turned up, bro. Give me one more. You ass round like that. We go back home. Hey, 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 if you don't turn that volume up, I swear when you come back to this corner, I ain't putting this chair out. I ain't putting this stool out, man. You standing up for the rest of the fight. Yeah, man. Oh, man. For real, man. That's why it's important to have. And that's one thing I appreciated um, just about my friends my whole life, man. Like, even growing up, um, when I was younger, everybody always wanted to beat me. You know what I'm saying? It was always competition. And it was the same thing in college with y'all. You know what I mean? No matter what we did, we could be doing the wolf pack running. We could be on the field. We could be winning workouts. It was everybody at every stage in my life was like, all right, man, you think you're nice? All right, prove it. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? No one was really a yes man in my corner like that. And, um, I think that just comes with we, that, that we, just helped. Dom Joe one time what, jumped a 23 what? on his vertical and we didn't come back and praise him for the 23 inch vertical, bro. We said, nah, you gotta improve that. You gotta get that up. <laughs> hey man, I just <laughs> came off a knee injury, man. Oh, hey man, man. But, what, uh, what did the coach, what, what, what did Bailey say? What did Bailey say? Hey yo, hey, just jumped 23 in the, in, in the pro day. Hey Max, oh. what did Bailey say on that uh, on that twenty three inch vertical when he came into the locker room or something? He was bringing off people's verticals. Hey man, I can't I can't remember, but I, he said, "Oh, you gotta get that up, Joe." No, I'm Joe. Like that. Get that up, Natalie. We got we got to work on that. <laughs> we got to work on that. <laughs> oh, oh man, you know we start in the basement, man. There ain't nowhere to go but up, bro. Hey, you know but you know what I'm saying? Just to get back to our point. If we was yes man for Dom Joe when he come back with that 23-inch vert in the locker room, be like, that's nice, Joe. That's nice right there. You know what I'm saying? Joe might not put in extra work to jump a... What'd you jump on pro day, Joe? 32? 33 and a half, bro. 33 and a half. Don't cut that half off, man. He'd be hot about that. <laughs> 33 and a half, man. Because um, it should have been 34. Well, let me, let me ask you he would have put that. He, he would have thought that was nice. <laughs> Let me, let me ask y'all, let me ask y'all a question. So since we're on the topic of yes, man, how do you differentiate between keeping guys that are going to tell you when like, no, or tell you when you do something wrong. And then the balance between that and just not keeping people who are negative in your life. Cause negativity can bring you down just as easily. I think if it's constructive, man, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a difference between somebody that just picking holes in whatever you're doing just to pick holes in whatever you're doing. But Mm -hmm. I feel like you feel and you know, the difference between constructive criticism by somebody that really wants you to get better. There's a way that somebody negative can just disinterestedly just like pick holes 
and your game plan and pick holes in what you're doing. But somebody that's really invested will will tell you doing something wrong and then make sure that you're improving yourself and they're invested in you as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 100 right there. I think that what we call that over here is the la haters. The haters. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> we, uh, I mean, I, this is my, th- I was actually talking to somebody about this earlier and I was like, yo, I want to keep positivity around me at all times. That doesn't mean I don't listen to what people say. Like, I listen to what everybody has to say. I don't implement everything that everybody has to say, but I listen to what everybody has to say. Um, I choose to implement what I want to implement, implement at the end of the day. Um, but everybody's everybody's critique or everybody's criticism, I'm open to it. I'm open to it in all forms of fashion. But I can also delegate and take into what I got, what's going on, and really self-assess my situation. And I feel like people have issues with really looking into their situation and being like, like let's say I run a uh uh I run a four a four eight forty and guys like, yo, you need to get lower at the start. Nah, bro, I don't need to get lower at the start. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> You you really you gotta really come into your situation and realize, all right, this is what I'm got. Am I happy with what I got? And then am I am I okay with listening to what other people have to say to try to help me improve? Or are these people against me? Because some people have that it's me against the world mentality. I got that it's me against the world mentality when I got it. But I'm also understanding that a lot of people are trying to help at the same time. So it's about picking and choosing, man. I think, but I listen to everybody. Do, you, do y'all ever find a situation where you don't listen to nobody? Is there somebody where you be like, man, I ain't listen to nothing. Hey, it's in one ear, not the other. Y'all got those type of people that you be like, man, I know he don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, in the boxing gym. I know, got I know he don't know what he's talking about. That boy over there lumped up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got a lot of dudes, oh, man. man, especially in my gym, man. You got a lot of dudes that want to give you advice when they watching you spar. Never even, never even boxed before, man. So, you know what I mean? Even if even if he might be right, I might be doing something a little techno technically wrong, man. But if it ain't coming from my trainer, you know what I'm saying? I'm tuning them out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh hey, man. I don't know, man. Hey. You got for me, you gotta I I gotta have some proof of what you talking about is just some legit stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like if you go give me some educational advice, I wanna see PhD masters on your thing. Or engineering, or like, you know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna give me a little bit of boundary. But just like Dom was talking about with uh boxing, I remember one time I was with the boxing gym with Dom Joe and my man came in there. I'm talking bad body. It looked like he could look like he couldn't hold any any type of look like he couldn't hold any rounds in the ring, bro. But he had the most to say to everybody. He had the most to say to everybody, oh, man. man. So even the situation where I don't know this dude, like I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna take too much advice from my man's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm gonna take too much advice from my man. I'm gonna keep on hitting my bag how I wanna hit my bag. You know what I'm saying? But um just any situation like that where you got to understand, like, at least for me, I take advice from people that I know have either been there, done that, or may have some credibility to what they're saying. Because a lot of people will say something. There is a such thing as people that don't know what they're saying and just running it. And that could get you in trouble, too. They got to have, you got to check out their resume first, Chase, huh? Yeah, man. Like, like you going to take, you got, you going to take some engineering advice from Dom Joe? I'll never take engineering advice from Dom Joe. I gotta see. <laughs> I never will. I don't care when Don gets his li- uh, engineering license or whatever. I'm gonna go to his dad first, then his brother, and then I might let Don go. You know what I'm saying? I might um, give me a little tip or two, something small that can't ruin my project. 
Something small to get room up. <laughs> yeah. I'll implement that just to make you feel better. <laughs> hey, man. hey, Dom Joe, you think hey, I can put man. this water, right. this, this water fountain right here? Yeah, you could probably do that. Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, man, I definitely, uh, you know, I definitely, uh, don't do anything I can't recover from in the engineering industry, man. Cause, uh, one thing, one thing you don't want to be the reason for is something called a change order. You don't oh, man. Be the reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, they happen on every project, but shoot, I'm not going to be the reason for it. Uh-huh. I believe it. Well, let's get into something else, man. What y'all think about the government shutdown? I think it's politics, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's, it's, Immature politics, man, and these these government, the actual sitting uh, cabinet members need to stop getting paid, man, because it's BS right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. Just like, just like, okay, okay, uh, Nancy Pelosi cancels the the st- State of the Union address. Um, freaking Trump takes uh, cancels her flight to the Middle East or whatever, and then but. Uh, Melania Trump takes the government issue plane to Mar-a-Lago, man. Like they, they, somebody got to put a somebody got to put a cap on this bull, man. Like like somebody oh, has wow. to. Wow, hold on, man, bro. You, you, gonna be you just call a hit? You just call a oh, hit, man? man. Not on this podcast. Oh, we're about to be no, investigated. No, 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 no. A cap, like a top, like like. Oh, like he needs to I got be, you. Like, contained. Hey. Not we need to make sure you explain that, bro, before you get us over here investigated. It's crazy. That, yeah, right? Chase ain't even got to air that before they cut that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Wow. Love that, man. No, not a cap. It'll be a wig. Hey, I'm about to say, hey, I'm bold. That was fed up. Hey, them boys boy about to be at his crib. You sound like you ain't working no, right ain't now, dog. Sound like you working for the government. You got laid off. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, but it's just, you know, I mean, for the people that, um, I've heard two sides of it, you know what I'm saying? From people that work in the Pentagon that are actually treating this thing like, like a real vacation because they can afford it. But then I know other people, man, that they got, they got turned down for the little emergency loan thing because the government shutdown doesn't look like it's going to end soon and they don't know when they're going to get paid and then they're not guaranteed pay. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a mess, man. I just, you know what I mean? I just wanted all the, the government needs to stop playing with people's lives, man. Man, I think it's just Trump just trying to boast his guns. And real for real, he knows he, he realized when he became president that there's really not much he can do or change. So he's, this is what his mind set on. And he's like, look, I don't care what else I do. I'm going to get this wall. So at least I can say I got something done that I want to get done. And that's all it is. He's just a little, he's a little kid, man, just trying to get his ego. I told Thanks. I told my security guy, I said, hey man, TSA sitting out, we might want to get us a proposal in there. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, me business minded person, man. Yeah, he said, hey, hey. bro. Said, hey, we might want to try to get us a little proposal in there while these boys sitting out. You ever heard of the replacements? Hey, you ever done <laughs> you ever done government work, Chase? I try to stay out of government work, but I'm I'm about to hey. get my first government contract started actually this Tuesday. Expect a, a minimum a minimum of ninety days before you get paid. Ninety days after you finish, minimum. Hey, hey, that's one thing about me, man. If you go if you go over the thirty day mark, I'm gonna be blowing you up by the day. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Oh man, I don't have no, I don't have no uh, ill will for sending that past due invoice reminder. <laughs> no ill will, man. <laughs> hey, I got a few, I got a few to send out. Uh, it's MLK Day, so I ain't gonna send out tomorrow. But uh, the next day, hey, I got a couple that needs to go out, man. So <laughs> oh, uh, man. I don't got no ill will against that. That's one thing I know about sales for all my people out there that's entrepreneurs listening to the podcast. Before I get into this good tidbit, make sure you guys like, subscribe, leave comments. Go follow our our Instagram page at CTC Podcast. Um, but there's one rule that there's one rule that I would give to any entrepreneur, anybody trying to create their own business in sales, and that is don't feel like you're getting on anybody's nerves. Don't feel like you're getting on anybody's nerves, man. When I first started, I always felt like, man, ah, dang, I just hit this person up this week. They ain't responded yet. They ain't did this yet. Like I know I'm getting on their nerves because you know that's how we feel when we get like solicited. We feel like we get on people's nerves, but. Ultimately, the people that when when it's time to make a decision, you want to be the person that was getting on their nerves. I'm telling you, when it's time for them to make a decision, you don't want to be like, ah, oh, dang, I think somebody emailed me uh two weeks ago about this. Nah, I'm gonna be the guy like, hey, dude in my inbox every week, every Tuesday. What are we looking for? Yeah, I think he do that. To be honest with you, let me check. So um, well, that, that's a that's a that's a that's a major key right there for you, boy. Consistency, consistency, consistency. No heart. No, no heart, no feelings, none of that. Cold-hearted sales, <laughs> consistency. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got to come up with three C's for that. What? Cold heart, cold, consistent, connected. Something crazy like that. But um, yeah, that's 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 one hundred with, with with selling is make sure that you stay in front of their face no matter what. Don't fit. Don't don't care if you get on their nerves. Get on their nerves. And that's something I have to to harp on with with my man that that's working for me. Uh, that almost had to fire a couple times. He actually is doing better though now. So, you know, comes down to show you that, you know, you just gotta stay, stay, stay on him, man. You, you eventually get what you want. If you wanna, if you're gonna pay somebody to do, for, do something for you, man, don't pay for nothing that you don't, that you don't, uh, that you don't wanna pay for. So, you ain't gonna do it right, you're gonna have to hit the road. If you're gonna do it right, we can keep you around. That's about it. That's about it right there. Um, let me see, man. Anything else going on business-wise that we can, that we can learn from today? Uh, I'm sure there's something, man. Consistency is a big one, man. I think, I think, uh, just to piggyback off that, man, this whole security thing, man, consistency is a big thing, man. You just gotta keep going at it. We, we getting there slowly but surely, man. I'm getting my fingerprints on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? We getting there slowly but surely, but the big thing is consistency, man, and, and not letting go of the rope. You know? So. Man. Do I need to elaborate more? Hey, Chase. When what you going to send me this security guy down here that you keep telling me about, man? I feel like you over wait, here today. Right now, Don's a, Don's a squeaky wheel. Don's a squeaky wheel that's getting the oil right now. Because I feel like you always helping Don out do everything. Don don't do nothing on his own, all right? I don't know. Listen, 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 well, you know, he was not there for my first turn. Oh man, I'm just saying. Well, now, you get, you get a lot of you get a there. lot of help from the back office right now, Dom. I, I've been asking Chase about this hey, security bro, stuff for like I, about hey, a year now. Listen, I was everybody that knows everybody that knows the history of helping hands. Dom Joe's first turn, there was no time to be in Philadelphia. I was in Charlottesville, Virginia, for, for helping out with a tragic <laughs> tra- tragic Johnson situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. That. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened first year. This year, 
was this second year? This is our, is this your third year doing turn down or second? Second, right? Dude, I'm going on my third. May will be officially yeah, three years in helping. Yeah, so this second second year I stayed in I stayed in Lexington. I mean I had my own fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? I had my own fish to fry this year. But uh I gave you a little pregame warning. Um and all that stuff, man. But like I said, the, hey, we 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 blitzed your area this past uh week, actually, man. We sent out a whole bunch of emails for the DMV area. So um yeah, we we're gonna have some 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 it's some it's some let's just put the pots on the stove, right? Pots on the stove, right, man. Right, just know when right. just know, just know when the oop goes in the air, just take off. When the oop goes in the air, take off, man. I'm ready. Be like Dom Joe. I done waiting. threw him a couple oops and he done he didn't jump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't jump, man. Oh, uh, you just looked at the ball sail uh, out of the what, what oops you talking about, bro? Hey man. Listen to this. Let's let me throw a story out there, man, for the podcast, and then we'll go ahead and get into the gas. Max, you got the gas of the week, so you might want to start plotting. But um so Dom Joe, this is a this is a this is a great key to the game, to 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 business in life. So probably when first we first started, I used to sell all these services for Dom Joe in the in Philadelphia. But he really only wanted to do cleaning. He was really scared of security. So he went to a meeting thinking he was just going to do cleaning one time. A guy asked him about security. He said, hey, you guys do security? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. That's what Chase do down there in Lexington. <laughs> I was like, hey, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever let an opportunity pass by. It might not ever come back again. Oh, that's real. An opportunity Amen. might not never come back again. Nobody has ever asked Dom Joe again about security since that first day. First meeting. Nobody has ever asked him about security ever again, bro. But if he would have knocked that one out, got a contract, who knows? He might be at four or five properties right now, bringing in 30, 40, 50 grand a month. Easy. Hey, man. Knowing what I know now, I'm glad I did that, though. Well, we weren't ready. We weren't ready for this. That would have been a lot. You know what I'm saying? That, that might have been a this lot. Not, it might have been a lot, you, but bro. this is how I know. I don't, I don't let people run in the regions that I got to. Max, you over there looking up quotes? <laughs> What's going on over there, man? You over there flipping, nah, you over there flipping through the books? Sounds like, sound like some pages is turning over there, man. Nah, <laughs> man. I'm on my uh, my Bose. I forgot to meet myself. My Bose, man, these microphones, this show picks up everything. Yeah, man. We, we hear you over there. Now, don't get up. Don't be on uh, 2019 Top Funniest Moments of the Year reading your the gas now. I done told you that you got the gas. It's been real quiet over there. There's only been pages turning. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Come Fucking on, man. I was listening to you there, tell, tell me about uh, Dom, how he, he, he scratched the security contracts. Yeah, man. No, I understand what you're saying, man. But, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I think, you know, a, a trust factor goes into there, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Number one, I didn't decide. I didn't decide to do Helping Hands until Chase threw me in the fire. You know what I'm saying? Which I appreciate. You know what I'm saying? I still did it. You know? But I, I was on the fence all the way until he booked me with the meetings. and was like, yo, you going to go? I said, I am gonna go. <laughs> I was, I was on the saying? fence all the way up until I walked into the door. You think I should go in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should go in so there, man. Crazy. That's crazy. But, so, you hey, know, for all my listeners, I'm glad, man, though, we ready for the security now. We will be ready for the security once I knock these classes out, man. Consistency is key, bro. All thing I want to say is that opportunity don't have to come twice. Opportunity don't have to come twice, man. That's, that's a that's a that's a that's a true fact of the matter. We can. Hope, wish, and pray, and sit here and hope that opportunity comes twice. But it's just like in the, in football, what we call when we play defense, when we get opportunities for interceptions, we call them money balls. Those don't come every time, man. Those don't come every time. Like, oh, I'm gonna get the next one. Nah, nah, it ain't, yeah, yeah. It's slim to none that that next one's coming. So opportunities 
opportunities are slim to none. When you get a chance to make a play, you got to do what, Dom Joe? Hey, man. You got to make the play, man. You got, hey, you get a chance to make the play, it has to be done, man. I remember every every drop drop interception in college, I remember, man. Um, and you don't get them. Well, which one hurt you the worst? That's which one hurt you the worst? I think I got a guess, but which one hurt you the worst? The one that hurt me the worst was uh, Duke. I, I was, it definitely got to be Duke, man, because I was that was the pick six to win the game, you know. But the thing <laughs> was, I had a tremendous game besides that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> if I remember Duke. correctly, Coach Grove blamed that game on you. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I had we a tremendous that. game. <laughs> a tremendous we, 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 we chalked that up. We, 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 we Inability that to self-assess, to, folks. Inability to self-assess. <laughs> nah, man. Because let's, are we really going to get into particulars right there? Or are we get into the. Are we get into the nitty gritty of the, the point here? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to mention no names about who called the same cover zero all-out man blitz on from first down to third and 12. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even going to get uh. there. But anyway, um, the bottom line is, man, it's the same thing in life, man. So practice taking advantage of those opportunities, man, and you'll be well, you'll be well equipped for them when they come, you know? So whatever you got to do, do your homework on whatever you need to do at home. Like Don't, don't just be the, that person that does his work in the office. Like the great ones are always immersed in what they do. And by doing that, you'll practice being great all the time. And when the opportunity comes, man, it's like second nature. It's like practice. So you know what to do with it and you're going to, you're going to bust a move and it's going to work. Stay ready. You don't got to get ready. Max ready for a second gas of the week. Donald Joe, how'd you grade Don, Max's first gas of the week? Did you, did you give him a grade? You think he's, you got some room for improvement? What's up? Um, oh, man, let's see. Well, I, give, I give his, a, I think it was a C. You know what I'm saying? C? I, what oh, was his first was game? a C, that's all I get? I, I think so, man, because didn't you, uh, what happened, man? I had to cut you off, man, for some reason, man. Maybe, maybe uh. I was, I, was, I was repeating what was said earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? We need to come with original <laughs> material, man. <laughs> but, but the thing was, though, the second delivery has some confidence, man, so we're going to give you a strong C. All right, all right. I can live with that. Well, go ahead and take us home, Max. Man, today I want everyone to learn a lesson from the games today. Don't leave the game at the end of it in the hands of the ref. That's business, sports, whatever you're doing. Don't leave it to where you're sitting there at the end and it's in somebody else's hand to whether you're going to get the contract to whether they're going to rehire you, whatever it is you do. Make sure that you leave no doubt, and that way you can finish the game off on your terms. And we out. Leave no doubt, man. If you don't come back to this corner and you ain't put that step on that gas, shit, I ain't putting your stool down. We'll holler at y'all boys next week, man. We out. <laughs>